Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Hey, what's up, champions? Welcome to Growth Mode. I'm your host, Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champions. I spent 20 years in the straight commission sales game before I jumped out of my own and launched my company, Success Champions. Now three and a half years in, we're learning to continue how to scale and grow a business. Hanging out with me, as always, is my buddy, Kevin Snow, the sales and automation tactician and genius. Uh, this dude is a wizard behind the scenes where you always want to keep him at making everything work when it comes to the operational side of your business and the sales game. Uh, on this show, we talk about business development, sales, scaling of business, and all things to help you go big and really do some cool things. What are we talking about on this episode, Kevin? <laughs> it's going to be that kind of day, is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we're going to talk about the truth about being an entrepreneur, what it is, what people think it is, and what it actually isn't. So this is going to be a, a, a lot of fun to talk about, man. And here's why for me, because when, I mean, for the years that I spent in the sales game, I can honestly tell you, I thought I knew what it meant to be a business owner. Um, I really thought I knew what it meant to be an entrepreneur. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that I was fucking clueless. Yep. To, to what it really took to to do all this. So I, can, I think it'll be fun to explore both of our journeys and, and what that transition looked like. You know, and for me, you know, it was very much a, a eye-opening experience. So here's some of the things I think they don't tell you about being an entrepreneur. One, there's no such thing as eight to five. Flat out, eight to five is not a thing when you run your own business. Second thing is there's no such thing as work-life balance. You're never, ever going to stop thinking about the business. And three, 
you are going to realize how many of your friends and families have never run a business or been a business owner as soon as you do this because they're going to freak the fuck out when you jump in the game. And I know Kevin and I both experienced that early on. They just don't get it and don't understand it. Uh, do you agree with those three? I do, and I would add in the whole idea that being self-employed does not make you an entrepreneur. <laughs> well said. Well <laughs> so, said. And and that came from a conversation I had with one of my really good friends from over, overseas. We were talking about, and this is back when I started Time on Target, and came back from the deployment and had nothing going on in my business. And he made me, he was the first one who gave me the realization that I had created a job, not a business. And the whole idea that if your your business can't survive with you being gone, it's still a J-O-B. You've created a job that you have to, that you do. It's not a job that someone else is paying you to do. It's a job that you're now paying yourself to do. Dude, I love that you said that because I, I had that almost the same conversation. I was about six months, seven months into the business, sat down with a buddy of mine, and I was telling him everything he did. And his words were, um, if you're the only person in your company that can do it, you have a job and not a business. Um, and he, the second thing he said was, if it's not a duplicatable thing, then you have a job and you made a business. And I realized that I had built a really shitty job for myself. Because who the fuck wants a job where you work 90 to 120 hours a fucking week? You know, you're stressed out, you're broke, you know, you're not you're not figuring things out. And and that's just a phenomenal point. And I know, I, I can already hear the listeners going, but I can't afford to outsource. I can't afford to have people come in and do all the shit. You can. And if you haven't, go back and listen to the episode where we talk about how I get all people to do all kinds of shit for me for free. I forget what episode it is, but, um, you know, Greg, put that in the freaking comments somewhere for us. That's that's the, the, the truth behind it is, you know, I came from, you know, 20 years working for other people. And when you work for other people... You don't ask for help. You don't, you know, question a whole lot. It's you're giving a task. You make sure that shit happens no matter what. There's no, hey, give this to somebody else and let them figure it out. No, no, no. That's on you. Well, and, and then you had the whole Marine thing. Right. Right. Hey, which, hey Lance Corporal Bovine, go do this thing. Roger, sir. Well, you go do the thing. as a Lance Corporal, there wasn't a whole lot of Roger, sir. There was a lot more <laughs> hemming and hawing. As a Corporal, there became more, more, more of that. But, you know, I, I wasn't the greatest Marine there ever was, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I still don't know how I got promoted. Um, but, you know, when it when it comes to the end of the day, but there, there's there's a lot of that. Is Is, you know, you're told to go in a direction, you go that direction. You know, mm -hmm. and, and you make it happen. And in business, if you hold to that same mindset, you're going to create a really, really shitty job for yourself. And I, and I think that was a huge realization outside of how lonely it can really be running your own company. I mean, I had nobody in my life that was, was doing business. So if I bitched and moaned, if I complained, if I had problems, I had issues... The responses from friends and family, they meant well, 
But oftentimes the responses were, well, why don't you just go get a job? No, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking for advice, and how, but I was looking for advice from people that couldn't give it. Yep. Right? They, they could not give me the things I needed because they had never been in this position before. And so I think as an entrepreneur, one of the greatest things you've got to do is you've got to surround yourself with other legitimate business owners. And I think I off, that a lot of people, when they're starting out, they're hanging out with a bunch of broken people. And that's people that are financially broke, mentally broke, and haven't run a business very long themselves. So they're getting a lot of shitty advice because misery loves company. And and that misery loves company is awfully somebody who's broke as fuck, both mentally and financially, giving advice because it makes them feel good versus growing their own business. And so they spend more time trying to educate somebody else versus finding themselves in bigger circles. They want to be the biggest dog in that room, um, even though that room is broke as shit. Yeah, it's, do you want to be a big dog on a really little porch? Or right? <laughs> a, a middle-of-the-road dog on a really big porch? Right. So, you know, you know and my background, <laughs> I grew up on a farm. So I basically grew up on a small business. You know, but it was a completely different type of business than... Uh, what I'm doing now, or what your traditional, what people traditionally think of when you say you own a business, you know, they were all you, they made. And looking back on it, and I was just kind of going through. It's like, all right, so they make they made they made all the same type of business decisions I make and you make on a daily basis, but it was just around a whole different type of product set. You know, it was all you know. When do we sell this? What do we sell next year? You know, it's all product based decisions and everything. But it still was really hard for that to translate into running this type of business and scaling a sales and automation consulting firm versus how do you scale a farm? We buy more land. We buy right. more stuff. <laughs> That's how you scale. We Instead of 100 head of cattle this year, we're going to buy 200 feeders this year. So, yeah, you know, it's a great point, you know. I grew up between what age six and eleven on a farm in Kansas, and you know we didn't even own the land. You know, we rented a house, we helped you know throw hay bales, and we helped with the horses and cattle and stuff. You know, so we didn't even I didn't even get to see the business side of that. You know, it was still you know dad was a truck driver, mom worked factories and and you know McDonald's at one point. So it was a lot of figuring out, um, you know how do we make enough money to pay the bills? It wasn't, how do we figure up enough money to buy the next thing so we can go bigger, you know, yeah. all the way through. So, and I took a lot of that mindset into business early on, you know, uh, because as when you have a job, you work to pay the bills. You, you, you know, you don't work to grow, you work to survive. And, you know, flipping over to an entrepreneur, if you work to pay the bills, you're going to stay fucking broke, right? You have to work towards what is that growth thing? Is that new equipment? Is that new machinery? Is that more marketing? Is that more sales? You know, you have to start changing up working for yourself in all aspects and start working towards building a business and not a paycheck. Yeah, in our businesses, we have specific milestone set we understand yep. that hey we need to get to this point because this allows us to do this 
and that is that I think that's really key. You know, for my my business, it is I need to be at this point of revenue, which means I can hire someone that's going to now do this for me. Very so. much so. I mean, and we talk about it quite often of, you know, this is where we've got to be to be able to do the things we want to do. And, you know, that gives you a target to to aim for. But it it also keeps you from doing stupid shit. You know, there's there's oftentimes I want to invest in other things and bigger programs and do these things. And Kevin often reminds me, he's like, dude, we'll do that when we get to here. Right. You know, or I have to remember, hey, I, we're pulling that trigger when we do this, you know, and we accomplish that. And that allows for a moment of time to to not jump in and purchase things you're not ready for or or do the things you're ready for and it gets you thinking like a ceo and i don't know i think i get talking to a lot of people and their main concern most times is how do i get my next client and i think that's an employee mindset versus how do i scale my business which is a completely different uh framework when it comes to being an entrepreneur yeah, I, I think so. And one of the big things I see with some of our members is uh, they put the cart before the horse. So they're looking, they haven't even figured out how to get their clients. And they're already looking and they're already trying to go big. I'm like, oh, you, you know, you, you, can we, you need the first step. You need to be able to consistently be adding clients and then think, all right, so now I got that figured out. Now, how do I go big? How do I how do I go even bigger with this? You know, if we would have tried when we were launching Success Champions Networking, if we would have tried to go like nationwide right away, it would have blown up and we would have fallen flat on our face. Agreed. You know, we we started in your backyard in a relatively safe environment where it was not going to impact your reputation or the brand if the first couple chapters didn't didn't work. Yep. You know, we figured out the process, and then we said, "All right, now we're going to break stuff." Yeah. And we broke <laughs> a lot. We broke a lot. Yeah. But but I think that's that's part of being an entrepreneur is an employee. You don't screw anything up, right? Yep. Because if you screw anything up, you get fired. As as a, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you have to be breaking shit. You have to fail at stuff. Because otherwise you can't scale, you can't grow. Because if things are not breaking, then you're not learning. You're not figuring out what's that that next level of shit you need to be doing. So it becomes a a series of safe bets, and safe bets is what employees do, not business owners, not being an entrepreneur. Yeah, we do that all the time. Every time we come up with a new process or idea, if it's, it's- technology, I break it. Well, <laughs> even if it's not technology, we still break it. And that's true. And, and we, we've created this culture in the success champions world of, you know, break things. We yep. want people to break our stuff and figure out what's wrong and then come to us and say, well, here's how you fix it. Yes, very much so. Because, you know, it goes back to. My entire career was a series of towing the line, I think is a good way of saying it. I mean, it doesn't mean I didn't buck the system, right? But 
there was definitely a a cognizant effort to do what I was told to do. Um, I may have not always done it the way they told me to do it, for sure. Um, what the hell are you laughing at? I am just trying to picture this young Donnie Bovine that's being compliant and doing what he's told. <laughs> I may message your mom and ask if this is a real thing that ever actually <laughs> happened. Um, I, I, but you got to remember, there was two Donnies. You know, there was work Donnie and then <laughs> yep. there was home life Donnie. You know, so... Work, Donnie, you know, worked. Home life, Donnie, he didn't follow rules and he talked shit. You know, I mean, <laughs> they were definitely two different absolute worlds. So, you know, I, I I think, you know, going back to what we talked about on the last episode, kind of that, that shift of, or two episodes ago of, you know, being unapologetically, you know, authentic and that and an asshole, I think it comes down to, you know, for me, I had to learn how to show up as me and toe the line in corporate America. You know, how do I be my smart ass self in a suit, which is a really funny combination, you know? Um, so it, it became a, a game of how much can I get away with, you know, all the way through it. But I think as an entrepreneur as a whole, it comes down to, you know, you have got to do the things that you've never done because the things that you've done in your life is what got you to where you're at. I mean, uh, it's not easy being a business owner. It's not all sunshines and rainbows. And most people, I think, will succeed at owning a business. I hate the whole, you know, average businesses last three to five years bullshit. I think it comes down to the individual. I mean, there's always circumstances you know, like COVID coming through and shutting down restaurants and everything. That's out of their control. There's nothing they could have done most times to fix that. But for most service-based businesses, I mean, really at the end of the day, it's it's those who can outlast all the others that would have thrown in the towel. So being an entrepreneur is is literally putting yourself in situations where you're forced to learn thinking like a CEO and not thinking like an employee. So as always, guys, if you guys learned anything in this, got any tips, tricks, any value out of this whatsoever, do us a favor and help somebody else subscribe to this show. Uh, it means everything in the world to us, and we'd appreciate the hell out of it. Stay out of trouble, and we'll catch you next time. See ya. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. 
Go to successchampionnetworking.com. Go visit one of our peer groups and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.